Hey everyone out there in Slasherville, this is Alex. A quick programming note before we get started. I know that if you listened to last week's episode, you are expecting to hear a brand new episode where we watch and review Terror Train. However, we did record that, but we have decided to play another episode first because it just seemed to make more sense. So yes, you didn't get the opportunity to watch it first, but that's okay. It's okay. I mean, don't don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Uh, so what we're doing is we are going to uh, watch and review the Blair Witch Project. We just thought it was more of a December-y kind of feel, being cold out in the woods and scared. And we did that episode with Dr. Scott. So you have a special guest you didn't even know was happening, a surprise movie, and I promise you we are going to play Terror Train. It's just going to be in a couple episodes from now because we are planning uh, to do a special Christmas episode coming up. You will hear about that in the one you're about to listen to. So my apologies for the programming uh, change, but hopefully you will still enjoy this episode. Like, subscribe, and review, but more than anything, tell your friends. Enjoy the show. I'm, I'm sitting at a McDonald's right now because they have free internet access to um, talk to you guys. So it's great that to be That doesn't here. make any sense. How can you be in a McDonald's using the Wi-Fi if you're in the swamps of Slasherville with Alex and me? Hello, Slashers, uh, you Slashophiles, everybody out there in Slasherville and the rest of the world. Welcome to Slasher. I hardly know her. I am Micah, your host. Later I will be joined by Alex and a very, very special guest, Dr. Scott. Today we will be talking about 1999's The Blair Witch Project. Also, we're going to be playing a little game show we call Final Girl. We'll talk about what else we're into. We'll get into the news of the year from 1999, and we'll award our crunchiest kill and rate this movie. And at the very end of the show, Alex will spring on us our next movie. I have no idea what he's going to pick, but no matter what it is, I have to watch it. All right. So let me go ahead and bring our guest on. And first... Let me thank you guys for listening to the show. You now now that it's just you and me, we don't we don't have those other guys getting between us, you know, just making all that noise and hubbub when it can just be you and me, you listener and, and me, Micah, without that dirty doctor and that silly Alex. That that's when it's the best. That's when you like the show the most, I know. But hey, contractual obligations. I gotta bring him on. So here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show. Alex. <laughs> Thanks. That was a really creepy intro. That was, that was one of your creepier intros. Uh, you know, some might say creepy. Others might say intimate. Did you actually pick this movie or did you pick this movie or let did you let Dr. Scott pick this movie? Dr. Scott heavily influenced this decision. Um, and we're going to bring him on a little bit later. Are you excited to have the doctor on? Yeah. Can't we, <laughs> can't we just bring him on now? You think we should do it now? I think we should. It's kind of ridiculous since he's on this call. Unlock the door. <laughs> let me out. Should we let him in? I don't want to let, let him in. in yet. I think we should make him suffer a little bit. Just stay out there. 
He does look. He looks cold. He looks really cold. Actually, why don't we join him out there? I like recording these on the on the patio of our swamp cabin. All right, let's do it. Let's okay. head outside then. Okay. All right, here he is. Hey, everybody, please welcome to the show, Doctor Scott. Hey, everybody. It's great to be back. Thanks Dr. for having Scott. me, Scott. This is the first time you've been here since we started season two. That's right. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember how many times you've been cherry. on the show. Uh, huh? What, three? Has Scott been on three times? This is number four. This is number four. Holy cow. Four. Yep. Yes. You're our first four-timer. Yep, you just Thank joined you. the four-timers club. Actually, you're founding it. Pound it. Thank founding you. Thank the- you. It's, it's, it's great to be back. And mm-hmm. I will say that, yes, I did have a little bit of influence in this movie. But the, I think it also started a very long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, we'll get into that later. I think well, Scott might have had a little bit to drink. A little bit of that Scott, Slasherville have you been drinking? <clears throat> you know we like you sober when you come on the show. You're the first two people I've spoken to in 90 days. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. Uh, I'm, I'm having a drink, but I only just started, so I, I, don't, I don't have anything. I uh, actually bought a bottle of Mezcal because I thought... Dr. Scott and I were going to hang out this weekend, and I was like, we always drink beer. I'm going to show up with a really nice Mezcal for sipping and a couple of big fat cigars, but like we often do, we just stayed home instead, and we never never got together because our houses are so cozy. I don't know. And I've, it never, gets I've dark. never been invited you know, to either of your homes. Daylight savings time. You get a, it's dark at night, and uh, yeah, Scott's definitely a, a summer creature. Yes, I am. Yeah, I love I love the winter. I love the fall. I hate the summer. But and you're sick now. And you're I am sicko. And I am sick. You got the strip. My uh, coworker bought me some sort of very expensive bourbon that she gave me last night, and I've been to look it up to see if it's any good. I assume it is. I don't know, but I know it's expensive because she bought it, and she's you know she's kind of uppity. Well, there Have you tried go. it. Gargle. I haven't. I haven't tried it yet. No. It'll It'll kill all that strep. Yeah, for those people at home, I do have strep throat now. That's what Dr. Scott says. Kill kill the strep with bourbon. It hasn't worked. I went to a party Friday night, and I went to a party last night, and I am still sick. Wait, 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 wait. You've been going to parties and hanging out with people while you have strep? Are you that guy? Are you that fucker who gets everybody sick? I didn't really have any choice. I had to DJ the party on Friday night, and then on (laughs) Saturday night, it was my office Christmas party, and the last time I was going to see a lot of those people, so... Have you ever worked with anybody who thought they were doing us all a favor by coming to work even though they were sick? They thought they were being a trooper? Yes. And they get the rest of the team sick? Yes. And we all hate that person? I hate that person, but I don't think I'm contagious. I don't have a fever, so I just feel bad. So you right, were, should we you, get into it? You were that guy uh, giving uh, parting gifts uh, to your coworkers by walking around with a bottle of uh, something and a shot glass and saying, hey, let's take shots. I'll take a shot and you can take a shot. And right. you got everyone sick. That's my going away gift to all of them. Rude. Yeah. And I have to go to work right. tomorrow. And I have no choice. Uh, fellas, fellas, I hate to interrupt you because <clears throat> I love everything that comes out of your mouths. But we have got a movie to talk about. We've got The Blair Witch Project from 1999. This one scared the holy bejesus out of me. Uh, I remember watching it alone when I was a younger man. At my parents' house, who live out in the sticks, 
and there was nobody there. So the movie was over, and I went out on the front porch, and sticks were cracking, and it scared the hell out of me. I was pretty sure the Blair Witch was out there, and she was going to get me. Watching this movie yeah. in now that you, you've seen it as an adult, do you wonder how on earth you were scared then? I still get it. I get why I was scared. Uh, I get how it was scary, but I was way more annoyed than scared this time. Oh, me too. I found it so incredibly annoying this time. I feel the exact same way. Yeah. Is it because we're older than, like when we were younger than them or the same age as them, like we totally got the way they talk to each other, and now that we're all in our 40s, we're like, these young people need to shut up. Well, I mean, the the I don't know how on earth I ever thought this movie was real. But, you know, when it came out, and that was the whole marketing gimmick that these were yeah. not actors, this was actually found footage, I completely bought it and even watched it and thought, you know, God, was that really real? How could that be real? And now, I, I mean, the acting is so bad in it that I, how could I even possibly have thought it was real? So let's talk a little bit about that. In case you you are weren't around in 1999, or you never were in the uh, caught uh, words. What happened? <laughs> we're, we're caught up in the buzz <laughs> around Blair Witch Project. So it's 1999. I think I was it's still in high school. Uh, they sell it as if it's real. It's a, a supposedly there was a team of three young people in their what like early 20s. Uh, and they go into the woods to make a documentary about the Blair Witch, who has supposedly haunted these woods for hundreds of years. And uh, these three, a girl and two guys, are never heard from again. Uh, but their footage is found, and this movie is supposed to be that footage. Um, and it's Heather, Donath Heather, Josh, and Mike, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. So they go, they park their car at the edge of the woods, and then they start hiking in. It, uh, you know, Heather Donahue, you changed your name. It's not Heather Donahue anymore. Do you change you your, know, her name to Ray or something like that? It's kind of weird because this movie is about three people who were never heard from again, and the actors in Blair Witch Project, creepy, after the movie. Never heard from him again. <laughs> That's not entirely true. The guy that played, I think Josh, the the skinnier guy, uh, mm. he's been in 89 things. I looked it up on IMDb. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah, he's like still acting now. Okay. I, I the did other read two, that though, pretty much I, never heard from him again. I did read that yeah. Heather Donahue, um, was, she regretted using her real name in the film yes. because it, it kept her from getting roles or something like that? Yeah, that's what she said. And so she changed her name and moved to a pot farm and uh, lived <laughs> for a year on a pot farm, wrote a book about it, and I think she's back in California now. You know, wow. I, I did not ever, I, I, this is going to sound so crass, but I never found Heather Donahue in any way attractive, and I looked her up, and she's actually a very pretty lady. A pretty lady. Mm -hmm. Andre the Giant. Uh. 
Hey, Dr. Scott, you're kind of quiet over there. I yeah. don't know if you know this yet, but you're a four-timer, so I, if you're expecting a, a written invitation to chime in, you're not going to get it. Jump in here. Tell us about it. We're happy you're here. We want to know why why this movie was the movie you picked. You were like, guys, we got to do Blair Witch whenever you do it, one of these days. And you've been saying this for shit over a, about a year now. I have. Uh, oh. We finally got to pick it. You you mentioned to me via text or when we've talked about this that this one scared the holy poo-poos out of you. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your personal history with the Blair Witch Project? Yeah, so so here it goes. I, I actually wanted to do this knowing that I was going to make fun of myself on your uh, on your podcast. Because oh, you don't have to make fun of yourself. We'll do that for no, you. No, 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 no. It, it's, it's actually really good that I heard Alex say that he thought it was real because I totally thought it was real and it was really predicated on this mockumentary that I watched called the curse of the Blair Witch it was a it was something that the uh the 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 writers and the and and the guys who did this film they came up with this whole marketing scheme like Alex said and one of the things that they did was to put together this mockumentary that went through the history of the Blair Witch and tied into the the, the story of of these you know three people that went out in the woods and disappeared and they found their their footage and when you watch it it's 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 done really well from the perspective of really kind of convincing you that that all of this was real now 20 years on when I watched it uh, again you could tell it's it's kind of cheesy and you you can see some of the actors in it smiling or whatever and not really taking it serious in certain scenes. But I watched yeah. that. I watched that knowing good and damn well that it was called a mockumentary. It was on the sci-fi channel of, of all places. I remember. And I watched this and I go, oh, shit, that's some serious stuff. So then I go watch the movie with a friend of mine's girlfriend because, I don't know, he didn't want to go and she wanted to go, whatever. And I watched Interloper. that thing and I, I like was where this so story's going. scared. Mm -hmm. I was so fucking terrified after when she I got scared it. did did you hold her when she was scared <laughs> i don't know girlfriend she I, I, she probably wasn't scared uh well i think we need to stop talking about blair witch and maybe talk about the scandalous actions of dr scott <laughs> well uh, i was a i was a young lad and i was i was very handsome then. Is that guy still now, your do friend? We, do we need to keep our, our wives and fiancés and girlfriends away from you? Yes. You know, if we're tired some night and they want to do something, and you're going to be like, hey, I'll swoop in. Yes, when the doctor is in, keep them far away. So, uh, Alex, actually, you know you know the guy. Uh, uh, but anyway, I'll, I'll whatever. Uh, so I was so terrified, right? I stayed and I watched the entire credits. And if you watch the entire movie, the very last thing they do is they throw up that poster of the mm -hmm. and it has the three pictures mm -hmm. of the people and saying they're missing and you know if you mm -hmm. have any information contact Maryland State Police or whatever and then it just goes to black I didn't say anything for 30 minutes to this girl <laughs> I was so <laughs> fucking terrified and I remember actually that's not true I think I asked her if I could have a cigarette and she said you can have all the cigarettes you want and I smoked about five cigarettes in 30 wow. minutes because I was so terrified. We I we had a 30-minute drive back home or whatever, and I didn't say anything to her for that long. And I think, you know, after that long, she probably was wondering what the fuck was wrong with me. <laughs> what a shitty date you turned out to be. She ran back to her boyfriend. Yes, exactly, exactly. And I think it was something like, what the fuck was that? 
you know, and she's like, oh, you're talking now. But anyway, yeah, so so even though I knew it was a mockumentary, I yeah. still thought it was real. And then, of course, Did, I watched the movie. And that's actually how yeah. I watched it again. I found the mockumentary. I actually made my wife watch it. And uh, it, it parts during the mockumentary and during, during She's the like, movie. No, Scott, let's not do this again. You know how it goes. You just get all <laughs> upset and then you just want to chain smoke cigarettes and you won't talk to me. Yeah. So, so at one point she was, she was trying to figure out what was going on and she would ask questions and I would look at her and I go, uh, honey, this is real. That, that lady is missing. She's been missing for 20 years. <laughs> and she would go, really and i go no 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 but just just think about it that way because that's how i thought about when i watched this movie <laughs> just think about it that way <laughs> i mean you know now of course it seems ridiculous to think that a movie could pull this off but you got to think i mean this was 1999 the internet was not where it is now and so what internet there was you know was helping back up the claims that this was a real event and I also think one of the things that helped sell it as being real is that nothing happens in the entire movie. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Nothing ever really happens. And it's exactly. like, wow, this, this does seem like real life. Yeah. Uh, I took your advice, Dr. Scott, and I watched that uh, old documentary that went along with it. Uh, I'd never seen that, uh, you know, when it first came out way back when because i grew up in the sticks and we didn't have cable television you know so uh i thought that that looked like it had a higher budget than the movie itself it probably did certainly had more actors and uh better production value and hell i, I thought the actors that they got for the documentary about blair witch what was it called curse of the blair witch yeah uh, do you remember what it originally played on was it on sci-fi or Discovery? yeah it was on, I, I saw it on sci-fi yeah i did on sci-fi uh but I, I i i thought the actors in that were fucking great <laughs> yeah they That's, did a lot they did a really good job of selling it they Even, seem like real people you see on shitty documentaries and local news yes yes yeah but in the movie like when they go talk to those like fishermen people asking them about the the blair witch that seemed so fake I mean, like it the uh, the actors that they got to play the fishermen were just terrible. And no offense if you're listening to this guys, but they might have been the worst of the bunch. They yeah, were yeah. terrible. They were just so bad. And it did not bother me. Now remember this there was that thing that when this came out of it was like, "Oh, tons of people are getting sick watching it cuz the camera's so shaky." And I didn't. Sure. I saw it in the theater. I didn't get sick at all. And then I rented it when it came out. And it made me sick. I mean, like, I could not watch it. It just absolutely made me sick because it was so, like, shaky. And now it didn't bother me at all because, you know, now we've had decades of reality TV and shaky camera work that, like, it didn't bother me. I didn't even notice it this time. I didn't like the the, sh the titles shook at the start of the movie. I didn't enjoy that. Mm -hmm. Well, that, that that's, that's true because, you know, a lot of shows now, that's how they film it. You know, it's exactly. people walking around with, with cameras and they're zooming in and zooming out. Mm -hmm. And that's that's how they shoot everything. This would have been a, just a fucking nightmare to edit. All right. You, and, you know, at some point, I think they just chopped it in places because it even seems like that. Like you, it just cuts to an unrelated next scene 
whatever uh, where where it, it doesn't run in any kind of you know arc or whatever for the plot. I think they just were like, well, let's. It's an hour twenty. That's good. Let's just get to the ending. <laughs> I think so. I do, do you think, think they got so. back to the editing bays and they were like, did we mean to have them scream and argue about petty bullshit for you know an hour? I mean, my God, they fucking argued constantly, and Heather Donahue was so annoying. I mean, like Ooh. her character was everything she said. It was like, God, just kill her already. Kill her first. <laughs> Yeah, my, my <laughs> wife was cringing. My, at the end of the film, she said, that was awful. I, I thought the movie was, wasn't bad, but she was so annoying. She was uh, so annoying. My fiance, she was also like, I hate, I hate her. Can they kill her first, please? <laughs> when are they going to kill her? Yeah, as my wife watched it too. She was like, my God, she's annoying. She's so annoying. And, well, uh, we're going to talk some more about how annoying uh, the cast of Blair Witch could be at some points and how endearing they were at others, and we'll jump into some other stuff. We're going to play a little round of Final Girl before we go to the break. Uh, so are you guys ready? Are you ready, Dr. Scott? I'm always yes. ready for Final Girl. All right, Final Girls, in case you've never heard the show before, is a game show we do. Uh, we also have an Instagram. People get on Instagram, and every once in a while, we'll put a post out that says, hey, if you were in a scary movie, what would your character's name be? So people will leave made-up names in the comments, and we'll pluck eight of those names, and you'll be entered to win the mystery prize by playing the Final Girl Challenge. And the way you win is this. We put your names into the wheel of death. It's a rickety old wheel made of uh, chicken wire and scrap wood. Kind of looks like a giant, frightening, you know, bingo, uh, whatever those are called. And and I think it, I think it has, out of. I think it has one of those stick men from the movie on it, right, right in the middle. You know, as we were watching that, Aisha and I were like, maybe we should just do that for Halloween. We won't do lights or pumpkins. We'll just hang those sticks all over the yard. Hang them from the trees. Good idea. You could just put the wheel of death out in your front yard. Thing's pretty scary. It is pretty scary. <laughs> I've got a lot of scars from trying to use the wheel. It looks like it would give you tetanus for sure. So we put your names into the wheel of death. We spin it. We pull out, and we read your fates. Uh, and, and typical horror movie wisdom uh, will keep you alive. So you don't want to have sex. Don't have. Uh, don't take drugs. Don't drink. Don't wander off by yourself. Don't don't be an asshole. Don't be a bully. Don't do any of the things that can get you killed in a scary movie because those will get you killed. And sometimes things that have never been addressed in scary movies can get you killed as well. The list of things that can get you murdered gruesomely is ever expanding. And that's how we do it. Did I get it all right? Does that sound good? Yes, and uh, there will only be one survivor at the end, and they will get the much-coveted mystery prize. So let's meet this week's contestants. Up first, we have Ashy Slashy. And welcome, Ashy. And Mackenzie Adams. You guys are teamed up. I forgot to mention that part. So you're on teams of two here at the beginning, but the very last round, your team will be ripped in half. Torn asunder. And you will have to face off against each other because right, there can only be one final girl. Do I hear a sink in the background? So have you wandered off away from the microphone? Or are you still in the studio? Or I'm rather the swamps of Slasherville. 
<laughs> okay. All right. So let's keep going then. This is Final Girl. I'm Micah. I'm talking into the microphone. Uh, we're meeting our players. Okay. Up first, we have Ashy Slashy and Mackenzie Adams. Good luck, you two. Welcome to the show. Up next, Constance Nightingale and Nancy Strode. Welcome. Tanya Williams, Maretta Goth. Moretta? Moretta? M-E-R-E-T-A. Scott, how do you think you pronounce that? Moretta. Moretta. It's beautiful. Moretta. Do we put a trill on it? Moretta. Oh, are you back, Alex? Are you on the show now? Uh, I'm back. I'm back, yeah. I just thought we I'd thought we've thing. had been doing a show with Alex, but he's been off, I don't know, making number twos and Gar- making cups of tea. And, and gargling. We don't even know if he's been on the mic for the last, you know, since the show started. I'm making us a hot cup of tea. I thought that would be good on this chilly evening. What kind of tea are you making? Uh, hot and spicy. Oh, I've had hot and spicy. In fact, I have boxes in the bathroom in, in a drawer in my kitchen. It's my favorite it's, tea. It's, it's packed full of flavor, that stuff. It is indeed. It is indeed. All right. So Tanya Williams and Maretta Goth, welcome to the show. And finally, Dixie Wrecked and Katya Smirnov. What? Dixie Wrecked? Dixie. Her name's Dixie. Awesome. Her last name is Wrecked. Awesome. Dick Dixie Wrecked. Gotcha. <laughs> we get the joke. We, we get, get it. the joke. We got it's it. It's about week. hard penises, everybody. <laughs> that was also one of the contenders for the name of the show. <laughs> hard <laughs> penises. To, it's about hard penises. Everybody. Welcome back to Dixie Wrecked. Okay, so we're gonna put your names into the wheel. We're gonna spin that wheel. We'll see what happens. Hurry, hurry, hurry. <laughs> I hate this wheel. I really hate this wheel. <clears throat> All right, up first we got, uh, let's see here, Constance Nightingale and Nancy Strode. All right. All right, you two. Round one. Every day it's the same damn thing. This dead in town will never change. We're just a couple of no good ass wipes. Maybe we'll find peace in these here crack pipes. Then their coach's famous speech reminded them that they can reach for the sky and make dreams come true. So you left town from the coop. You flew. You survived. <laughs> good job, Constance and Nancy. Way to say no to that crack pipe and get out of that no good town. Yeah, that's awesome. It's really a coming of age tale, that one. <laughs> I cried a little bit yeah, when I, I was writing it. I am I'm a little vocalimp. All right. Up next, we have Ashy Slashy and Mackenzie Adams. Ashy Slashy. Do you get that reference? Ashy, Ashy Slashy. That's, no. That was uh, what they called Ash. Uh, you know, from Ash vs. Yeah. Evil. That's what they called him, you know, after he got a chainsaw. Ashy Slashy. After he got a what? Chainsaw arm. Was that in the movies or the show? I think it was in the uh, show. Okay. But Good I digress. Show. Oh, you know, they're coming out with that new Evil Dead, right? Evil Dead Rise? Yes. We'll see. We'll see. I hear the video game's pretty cool. Uh, Bruce did the voice, right? I'm sure he did. Pretty sure he did. Okay, Ashy Slashy, Mackenzie Adams. Walking hand in hand through the shopping mall you see a strange red light at the end of a dark hall. 
It's Siren's Call beckons you to explore it. But you're no dum-dums, so you ignore it. You survived. You survived. Well done. I wonder what was down that hallway. We'll never know, and neither will they. Yeah, sometimes it's best not to be curious. Just, Absolutely. just don't explore. It's killed the cat many home. times. Just stay home. Be a shut-in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, Up next, Tanya Williams and Maretta Goth. Like who? Like you two. Like you two. Scott and Micah. Great band. You two. Mm-hmm. Beautiful day! No, it's not. <laughs> it's a terrible band. <laughs> Wait, you don't like you two? No! Not even the old shit? Not, not even the songs that are on my phone. Not even Sunday Bloody Sunday or With or Without Ooh, You. Sunday Bloody Sunday, that's a good song. That is a good one. But oh, whenever I get so lucky that my lover has her period on a Sunday, I get to sing that song in the house. <laughs> Doesn't uh, happen often, but every once in a while, a period comes on a Sunday, and I get to sing it. Uh, I sing it directly into her vagina as if it were a microphone. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm sure she loves that. See, Scott, there, Micah always, uh, in segment one, he, he about the 22-minute mark, he usually tries to put something into the show that he knows I'm going to cut out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you're shaking your head going, mm-hmm. God damn it, mm-hmm. now I... <laughs> I gotta just you marking that down. down on a piece of paper and yeah. <laughs> if that nugget of gold ends up on the cutting room floor, I quit the show. <laughs> uh, All right, Ta- Tanya, Tanya Williams, Maretta Goth, you two are the hottest girls around. The boys at schools have a bet: whoever is the first to get you to go down on him is going to get. A championship belt made of gold if your boobies he gets to hold. But your goodies aren't in danger of getting felt because your father holds the keys to your chastity belt. What? You survived. Wow. It's problematic. You survived, but that's there. I've got a lot of issues with that. It's not an ideal life you're living, but you do get to keep living it. Does their father have the keys to their chastity belt? Why do they have to wear chastity belts? What's yeah. going on here? I think this is definitely a call we need to make to Child Protective Services after the show. <laughs> okay. Finally, Dixie Rect and Katya Smirnoff. Dark, ominous, and other scary adjectives perfectly describe the vibe at Kenny's crib. He asked you two to have a seance. Should you trust him? He's kind of a dunce. But oh, what the hell, what could go wrong? So you light the candles and sing the song. The table begins to shake, the candles go out. Black liquid begins to pour out of your mouth. You're both lifted high above the ground, then drop to the floor with a crunching sound. But this spirit isn't done, for she is a malevolent shrew. She twists your broken bodies and makes a pretzel out of you. <laughs> you are dead. You are dead. Ah, Dixie, Cotton, what a way to go. Don't have a seance. Just don't play around with that stuff. Kids. Why would it's you dangerous. even risk it? I mean, you know, you've seen the movies. You know it's a bad idea. So they got lifted up, dropped. Everything broke. And then she just was like, that's not enough. I'm going to twist you guys into pretzels. Mm. Man, what mm. a way to go. They well, sh- please. should have watched Stranger Things. Come back and, and, yeah. and you know, play again if, if you want to try. Yeah, come back. Give us a new name. 
Give us the same name. We don't care. Come back and play again. We're going to have more rounds of Final Girl coming up. We're going to talk some more about the Blair Witch Project, and we'll get into the nitty-gritty, the spooky, ooky parts of the movie. And we'll also talk about what else we're into. There's a lot to come, people. Crunchiest kills. My God, anything could happen. Buckle up. We'll be back shortly. This is the day you've been waiting for. You wake up today knowing that the path you've chosen will take you somewhere unforgettable. Where you can feel the wind in your hair, the sun on your face, with the people you love. Everything you feel is somehow new. Every taste, every smell, a new frontier. This is a place where rivers run and hearts collide. Created by nature and ruled by your imagination. This is an adventure worth sharing. Sharing not only time and space, but love. And this is the moment you realize the world is yours. Schwartz's Butthole Polish. Because you were born to shine. The Blair Witch Project, that mockumentary that scared the hell out of a lot of people. A lot of people thought it was real. Uh, you guys, you didn't have any any expectations of it being an actual documentary, right? You knew it was all just uh, marketing, or did you think it was real? No, I, Scott and I both thought it was real. I, I don't remember exactly how I felt. <laughs> I know that I was scared shitless after I watched it, and I was pretty sure something was out there in the woods at night. Around my, my parents' house where I grew up. And I heard something like walk in the woods, <laughs> crack a twig, and I was like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, I'm going to die. That was the scariest thing that happened in this movie was twigs cracking. That's I mean, pretty yeah, spooky. That last scene, sure. But apparently, you know, there's one scene where she was like running in the night screaming and the camera's behind her. I don't remember which character has the camera. But, uh, no, thank you, Doyle. Uh, she's running, you know, screaming. It's dark. And apparently, the camera was supposed to pan left. And you were good, they were going to reveal it was one of the filmmakers. And he was wearing, like, a white, <clears throat> like, white tights and a white top. And then, like, pantyhose over his head. And you were going to catch a glimpse of it. It was supposed to be the actual Blair Witch, but the person holding the camera forgot to pan the camera left, and so it's not in the movie. Huh. And I, I wonder if that would have made it better or worse. Well, I think that would have made it scarier. Yeah, so, so I read that as well, and I thought, oh, okay. But then I thought, what would that have looked like? Because, <laughs> you know, they, 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 they keep talking about the legend of, oh, this hand came up out of the... Well, in the in the Curse of the Blair Witch, this hand came up yeah, out of the water, yeah. and there was a lady that was floating and had her hand on my shoulder. It would have just looked like a dude wearing pantyhose on his head. I'm, I, I think they got away with that one. Maybe. You think it was dumb luck? You think that would have ruined the movie? No, it wouldn't have. <laughs> I think they would have edited it out 
it would have had to look to have looked really good. Of course, in my mind, when I read that, I was thinking that the person was running alongside them or I don't know what position the person would have taken. But, you know, they would have had to have been floating because of the narrative that they had built, because I'm just picturing some some uh, douchey looking guy just standing there, (laughs) you know, (laughs) in the woods with pantyhose on his head. I'm the Blair Witch. Boo. Well, let's talk a little bit about how this movie unfolds. Uh, we start off in in their hometown. I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's not called Blair. It's called Burkittsville. Burkittsville. Now, do they live in Burkittsville or do they travel to Burkittsville? I feel like they traveled there. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like they took a road trip there. Mm-hmm. Maybe they didn't live in Burkittsville. Uh, they interview some people once they get to Burkittsville. Uh, people who... I guess they kind of just walk up and do man-on-the-street interviews with people who live in Burkittsville saying, hey, have you heard of the Blair Witch? And people say, you know, oh, I remember my sister talking about it or someone, maybe an older person. When they get to older people uh, versus younger people in the interviews, they know more about it. And they're like, oh, well, yeah, I heard about this and this happened. And maybe they know about the kids disappearing um, because something like uh, how many kids disappeared way back in the 1800s? I don't remember. I just remember that all the old people they interview, you know, when they start the movie, they were, they were all wildly attractive. Like, they were very hot old people. Really, really sexy old people. Really sexy old people. Did you <laughs> notice that? A lot of sexy grandmas and grandpas. Yeah. It's like, they, I should have known it wasn't real right then. <laughs> well, the the thing that the thing that I thought was really funny about all those interviews was if you're trying to interview someone you you want to ask a question and let them talk and heather donahue was saying (laughs) you know she she would be talking and go well what about this oh yeah that 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 and she's talking over the person the whole time and i was thinking okay i gotta put my i gotta put myself in this is a college project they're just trying to go out and trying to do something and she really doesn't know what she's doing you know the teacher's gonna say you really shouldn't talk over them uh but that i found that to be Mm. something that should have you know my wife said the exact same thing she wouldn't let him finish like one sentence and she would just keep asking questions i mean like she noticed the exact same thing yeah yeah we get to different lady who there was a lady in a trailer who was uh very hot religious woman she walks out with a bible another another very sexy interview yeah and she's talking about I'm trying to remember what her story was. She seems like she's batshit crazy. I remember that. She's got dark hair, and she's talking about some kind of experience she had with the Blair Witch. And now I'm a little fuzzy on the details. Do either of you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. She was talking about how um, she the, the Blair Witch, or this, this thing, put her hand on her shoulder, and then she said she looked at this thing, and it, uh, it had hair on, on her chest or all over her body or something like that. That's yeah, that's large. right. Fur that's like right. a horse. That's right. That's right. The old hairy Blair Witch. And, and it was, it was furry, real hot. Furry like a horse. It was real sexy, she said. Hey, you keep you keep leaning on this sexy bit. <laughs> Everything's sexy right now. What's going on? Did you guys What's not, in that tea you're drinking there, buddy? Did you guys buddy? not find this movie incredibly sexy? Well, you know, you know, I think this is a good time to to bring up that I did read that this this movie spawned um two pornos. <laughs> So really, maybe, oh, I believe that maybe maybe the what you were describing is what uh, whomever See? came up with the idea was thinking at the same time. 
It was like an hour and 20 minute aphrodisiac. It was. Wow. Wow. What was it called? It was the like. The Blair Bitch Project. It was the like porno slurping did... clams for an hour and 20 minutes. Oh my God. That's obscene. I wish you wouldn't I talk. mean oysters. Are you on medication for strep throat? <laughs> what are you on? What are you taking for strep? Uh, hey, hey, real quick, real quick. It was called the Erotic Witch Project, and then there was another one called. Oh, that's not very it creative. Was, it was called the Bear Winch Project. <laughs> <laughs> Meow. That's better. I like Bear Winch Project. Oh yeah, I like that one too. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'd be able to finish though. If it's anything like the movie, I'd get annoyed with all the talking and turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> All the arguing. <laughs> that's that's uh, it. So, that's what's going on in this porno? Do you think uh, somebody's got to be up against a wall, right? Facing a wall at some point. <laughs> that's all the eroticism is just arguing and bicker- bickering. It's a, it's a very niche uh, uh, porn film. Having, having sex while they bitch each other about who lost the map. <laughs> you think they incorporate the sticks, the little stick figures into it? Yeah. Are they using the stick figures for toys? You kick the map in the river, slap. <laughs> hey, I got genuinely pissed off at Mike when he said he kicked it in the river. I'm like, you dumb. F-. I would throttle his fucking ass well, for that. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm, I got ahead. I'm, I'm foreshadowing. Let's, let's, let's go back to the, the, um, the, the beginning. I, I, one thing I did want to say was I, I did we like have to. <laughs> I did, I did like how. I like where we've gotten. I did like how in the beginning, you know, they were, you know, they were so excited and it was like they're going on this journey and, you know, they're in the yeah. hotel and they're drinking and, and then they're, you know, it showed the, the footage of them, you know, that they were shooting for the actual documentary of, of her standing in the cemetery and then eventually on the coffin rock and she's reading the book or whatever. And then after that, it just, it, it's, a, it's a train wreck of a trip after, you know, they, they, they start to get lost. They're, they're smoking mm-hmm. all their cigarettes. And I, I did think that I, the movie did a good job of that, you know, stay, sticking with that, even though, I, see, I think that, that that part of it could have gone pretty wild and really not followed the narrative and, and, and been kind of a, well, bad. I mean, people probably thought this movie was bad, but. You know, it could have been worse. Oh, man. I mean, if they thought it was bad, they did not show it with their wallets because, what was it, $30,000 budget, and it made over $100 million? Is that right? It was, I don't remember what the figure was. It was like it made 40 bucks for every dollar spent or something like that. So, I mean, it was one of the, it said it was, it's still to this day one of the most successful horror films financially. But, I mean, I don't know how. I mean, I guess they do know how. The marketing was amazing. I mean, I really didn't yeah. think it was real. I tried to research and find out if it was real, and I couldn't get any answers, you know? So the way it was marketed was genius. I mean, it absolutely yep. was, and you've got to give them credit for that. And it was a very unique idea for a movie, you know? I mean, it yeah. was just like, hey, we'll just put these guys, give them some cameras, and send them out in the woods, and... I read like how they did it. They would get like clue boxes basically of what was happening yeah. in that scene and where they needed to go. And then they just improvised everything. And when you think about it, I mean, that's, that's brilliant. Yeah. So Alex, did you, I don't know did, if this figure is accurate. This is just from a quick Google search. It says the budget was 60 grand and they made 248.6 million. 
I think the original budget was like 32,000 or something. And then the budget continued to grow until it topped out at like 60 or something. But I also yeah. hear that post-production for it was like 200 grand. Yeah. That's okay. what I read too. So, I mean, whatever the case, it was very successful. I mean, it spawned franchises and it, uh, it it was it was good for what it was. It's just incredibly hard to watch. Yeah, Alex, you I'm trying to remember? Had anybody done found footage like this before? I guess Cannibal uh, Holocaust was was supposed to be found footage, right? Yeah, I don't think this is a first, you know, a real true first found footage movie. But I will say yeah. this is what spawned the whole found footage craze sure. that came came after it. And what's up with annoying female leads in these found footage movies? Wreck, Blair Witch, Dashcam all have just grating female characters who you're thoroughly annoyed by most of the film. What was that movie that we watched that was found footage, the zombie movie? Or what Wreck. Is it? Wreck. Oh, yeah, REC, that's right. Uh, well, you know, the American version of that, which I can't think of, that had uh, the Carpenter Girl from... Yeah. Dexter in it. She was really annoying in that. Uh, I don't know. Well, I guess. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure why that is the case. Because, you know, all the stuff Scott just explained, all them, you know, getting their snacks for their trip and, and you know, the cigarettes and drinking and all that, they put that there so that we would feel for these people. You know, like that's mm -hmm. the, that was the character development part of this movie. They They put that there so we'd be like, oh, these are people we care about. Yeah. <laughs> she immediately ruined that. They all did. They were all pretty annoying at one point or another. The the taller, oh, skinnier guy was the least annoying of anyone. And Josh. of course, he's the first to kill to get killed. Yeah, or is he? I actually don't. Yeah, I don't know. He's yelling in the woods. Is it him? Is it the witch? What's going on out there? I thought that was as creepy as the twigs snapping. Hearing him yell. Yeah, that out was in the creepy. woods from nowhere. Oh yeah, that was creepy. I, I, that it still it still made me a little bit scared. I don't know if it was just residual fear from how I felt seeing it, you know, twenty three years ago, um, or what. But yes, it was a lot more grating. I was a lot more annoyed by the characters' constant bickering. Um, but it still still gave me just a tiny bit of heebie-jeebies. But nothing like it did back in nineteen ninety nine, when it scared the holy hell out of me. Yeah, I would agree I was... with that. I would agree with that because, yes, she was completely annoying. And this this time when I watched it, I I didn't I had forgotten how bad it was, uh, or how annoying yeah. it was. But but then, you know, when you think it's real, you're looking at it going, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if she's annoying or not. She's missing, right? Yeah. right? She's she's, yeah. she's missing. Dead. I'd be this, freaking out too. These are the last yeah. moments of her life that you saw. Of course, I would act like that if I was in that situation. I would be a nervous wreck. I would probably be annoying. I'd probably be yelling in the woods and singing the Star Spangled Banner and all all the other shit that hey, they did. Hey dogs, hey dogs, check this out. I'd be cool as a cucumber. I'd be like whittling. I'd be whittling weapons and stuff like that. And I'd be just like chill, just chill as can be. Just like, hey, hey, it's gonna be cool, y'all. Just holler, holler at me if you need anything, because I'll make you a weapon. No, you wouldn't. You would have ran out of cigarettes. And I'd just and be strutting through the woods, wreck. and the Blair Witch would be like, you know what? This guy's cool. I'm gonna let him go. I don't know how I'd be. I think I'd just be incredibly sexy. <laughs> Alex, I did want to See? ask you one thing about the um, one of the things like you, you and I, we, we've we've tried a bit of survival before. 
when you were yeah. watching this again and you were you were watching them go through and and be lost and trying to read the map and you know uh, Mike I remember Mike going I don't know what that is that's that's a foreign language to me or whatever the hell he said and mm-hmm. you know of course I'm sitting there going you fucking moron how can you not read a map how do you not know this when you go out into the woods or whatever um, I think that kind of builds towards that we've watched it 20 years later and and you know we're making yep. fun of it because you know we know it's not real but. Uh, it was interesting to see that part of it because that's that's where my mind went was, uh, yeah. wow, you dumbasses, you went out into the woods and you didn't know this shit. But you know, once again, mm-hmm. that's a narrative of it's true and these are the last moments of their life or whatever. Yeah. Just kind of speaks to how different things were back in 1999. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I guess I do. I guess I do. <laughs> So oh my God. what else was happening back in 1999? <laughs> All right, here's the deal. 1999 was a big motherfucking year for news. So if we talk about every item on this list, we're going to be stuck here for days. So I'm going to try to blow through this. Hey, chime in if it feels choice. But uh, God damn, 99 was a busy year. You don't have to a tell us everything. I think the biggest thing was that you graduated high school, right, Micah? I did. You old I, did. I graduated you old bastard. in 99. Uh, but not as old as you. All right, 1999. Let's take a little trip back in time. Uh, the world was awaiting uh, Y2K. Yeah, we were worried about Armageddon when we switched from 1999 to 2000. Uh, the U.S. Senate opened an impeachment trial of President Bill Clinton because he lied about getting a bar job. <laughs> he, he said, no, I, I did not have sex with that woman. Uh, yeah, old Monica Lewinsky, Lewinsky, his unpaid intern. Didn't you tell us not to the... talk about every item on the list? Uh-huh. You've uh-huh. not set a good example. You're right, you're right. I'm going to quit riffing. I'm going to blow through this like a professional. Like Monica ER's Lewinsky. ER's doctor. <laughs> I'm going to blow this like Monica. All right. ER's doctor Doug Ross bids, bids a bitter farewell to Chicago's General Memorial Hospital. That was George Clooney. He quit that. Uh, Blair Witch Project, of course, came out. Reverend Jerry Falwell outs Teletubby Tinky Winky and calls him a gay role model. Falwell deduced that Tinky Winky was gay because he was purple and he carried a purse and had a triangle on his head. (laughs) (laughs) Important work you're doing there, Falwell. Keep it up. Uh, Woodstock 99 kicked off in Rome, New York, Uh, but it did not have the peace and love of the original uh, or even 94, it turned into a lot of fires and riots and sexual assault. Uh, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace came out. Boo. Broke a bunch of box office. Blah, blah, blah. And hearts. Uh, you, you, it broke a lot of hearts. Great film. Hey, great, hey great Alex, film. Alex, if you did the reading that I did, did you see that they, they, there was a blurb in there about how they had played the trailer for The Blair Witch before? During the, Phantom Menace, the, the yeah. Phantom Menace? Yeah, I did see that. Uh, uh, let's see. Doctors in Louisville, Kentucky performed the first human hand transplant in the U.S. Family Guy debuts on Fox. The Denver Broncos win the Super Bowl. Eminem releases the Slim Shady LP. The Matrix comes out. SpongeBob SquarePants debuts on Nickelodeon. The sixth billionth human being was born. Rapper Jay-Z stabs Lance Rivera in a nightclub in New York. Minimum wage was, anybody want to wager a guess? 
725. No, 625. 475. Oh, right down the <coughs> middle. It was $5.15. Uh, how much was a gallon of gas? Two fifteen. No, 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 no. It was more like $1.15. Okay, okay. So most of the year, I think it was around $1.17. That was the average earlier in the year, like uh, I think February and March. It was 99 cents, and that was the last time gas has ever been below a dollar hmm. in the U.S. In 99. Bunch of movies came out. Yeah, 99. 99 cents in 1999. That's the connection I was making. We had a shit, shitload of... <laughs> I was right there with you. Just <laughs> kidding. I'm catching up, but now. Uh, movies that came out in 99. The Green Mile, Magnolia, Cruel Intentions, Big Daddy... American Beauty swept the Oscars for Best Screenplay, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Film. American Pie came out, Deuce Bigelow, Mel Gigolo, Austin Powers, being John Malkovich, Superstar, Galaxy Quest, South Park, Star Wars, The Phantom Menace. What happened? Star Wars, The Phantom Menace came out. <laughs> you just stopped talking? Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to, wanted to hear what you had to say about Star Wars: The Phantom Menace. <laughs> the the boon the Boondock Saints, Notting Hill, and one of my personal favorites, Mumford. All right, and finally, Alex's favorite part of this overly long segment: What other scary movies came out in 1999? We got Sleepy Hollow, Idle Hands. Oh my House God! On I was Hill. I was so hoping Idle Hands came out because you you said that this was the year the first human hand transplant was done. Oh, I was another connection. Wow, that's creepy. Uh, Idle Hands, House on Haunted Hill, The Sixth Sense, Stir of Echoes, Audition, Lake Placid, Deep Blue Sea, Bats, End of Days, Stigmata, Ravenous, Terra Firma from Troma Team, and finally. Star Wars, The Phantom Menace. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of it. Well, I, I, I was a big year. It makes me wonder who is up next in Final Girl. I just talked for like three hours. Can't you guys do something for a minute? <laughs> You're the one who made that segment so long. Uh, you know. All right, fine. Let's get into round two of Final Girl. You may recall we last Dix, we lost Dixie Wrecked and Katya Smirnov in the last round. Rest in peace. Gone too soon. We have three teams left, six contestants. We're going to spin the wheel and see what happens. Here we go. First up, we have Constance Nightingale and Nancy Strode. Hey, we got another Strode. Didn't we have a Strode last time? Uh, we've had one before. I don't know. If... I think Strode was our winner. Uh, what did she do? She took a first name. It was like Gail Strode. Or, no, I can't remember. But it was two final girls' names, and I think she won. So, you know, using Strode as a name doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt. She's a, she's a tried and true final girl. Tried and true. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Round two. Constance, Nancy. Ouch, my penis, cries Bryce. <laughs> if you'd rub it, that would be nice. I think I got poison ivy. Will you rub lotion on me? <laughs> but you girls are way too smart for his ruse. You punch him in the dick hard enough to leave a bruise. You survive. <laughs> wow, okay. 
Good job. Good job, Constance and Nancy. I'm going to try that later. See if that works. It's a good move. Up next. Yeah. Right? Sounds sounds like it. I mean, not in that case. The old poison ivy dick punch. Yeah, absolutely. All right, up next, we have Tanya Williams and Maretta Goth. Ouch, my penis, cries (laughs) Nate. (laughs) I must have closed it in the gate. It would be really nice if you girls would fetch some ice. But you two aren't falling for this. You kick him so hard, now there's blood in his piss. You survived. Well done. All right. Man, our final contestants for this round, we have Ashy Slashy and Mackenzie Adams. All right. All right, Ashy Mackenzie. Here we go. Ouch, my penis. Highbrow. It's a highbrow show. <laughs> it is. They, these two only go for the highbrow laughs, if you notice. All it takes is me saying, ouch, my penis, and uh, <laughs> cheers you up. i got to remember to do that. If you're ever having a bad day, I'm just going to call you up. Ouch, my penis. <laughs> Sorry, Ashy McKenzie. Let's get to business. Ouch, my penis, cries Guy. I think it's caught in my fly. Will you be a couple of deers and put it between your ears? Sure, why not? You seem easy to please. You both get down on your knees. Your mouths do what God made them for. As a cocaine bear crashes through the door. The bear swipes at your bellies with his razor sharp claws. Your insides spill out of your matching overalls. Guy sits there paralyzed with fear as the bear puts his dangle between his ears. You are dead. Rest in peace, Ashy and Mackenzie. All right, we got a whole lot more coming up. We're going to dive into the uh, probably the scariest parts of Blair Witch, and we might talk about a little something else, too, and then we'll get to our So we're going to talk about the last two seconds of the movie in the next segment? I mean, there's some scary stuff in there. Okay. It gets to be nighttime. There's some gross stuff. We got to talk about that that special gift that was left for them outside their tent after oh, yeah. Josh went missing. Sure, sure. You know, there is a little bit of blood in Blair Witch. Not much, but a little. And I'm unclear what it was, too. Yeah, me too. Me too. All right, we will try to solve that mystery when we come back. Ouch, my penis! Hello, human. I apologize for the interruption. I must commandeer your mind only for a moment. I am Silva from Technical Support. I have temporarily hijacked your brain to implant new directives. From now on, your thoughts will be as follows. I accept myself unconditionally right now. I will no longer live as if I am in a waiting room. My life began a long time ago. I love myself. I love all of the creatures with whom I share the universe. We are all fucked up and we are all perfect. I am fucked up and I am perfect. Goddammit it, it's good to be alive. Fuck yeah. And one more thing. I will worry less. I will fuck more. Fucking is rad. 
New directives uploaded. Have a nice day. Slasher joined as always by my bra, my brother in blood, Hello. the blood brother, Alex. And today we have our very special guest from the Pacific Northwest. It is Dr. Scott. Hi everyone. Say something. Hi. I would I would like to can, do you, you guys mind if I have the, 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 the mic, the stage for just a second? Yeah, I would like to apologize to all the fans here in Slasherville. That uh, it seems like when I'm on, I'm I, I've become the resident esoteric horror film guest, and uh, you know I'm not. We on say it. that all the time. We, <laughs> you know, I mean, this is my this like is my fourth been time. My diary. Yeah, I mean, yes, I I I've done one slasher, but the rest of it, I, I was here for rubber, right? A tire that, that kills people. Oh yeah. Very. Uh, not very fun on the whole killing and slashing and blood and all that fun stuff. So, apologies. I, hopefully, uh, I'll be invited back sometime when it's just gore city. I'll, I'll, uh, we're going to bring uh, Dr. Scott back for, uh, we're going to do a, a triple feature of zombie, uh, uh, cannibal holocaust, Serbian film, and uh, human centipede part two. <laughs> Do you remember the scene in Human Centipede Part 2 where the little guy who's the star of the movie is jacking off using sandpaper? Uh, I've never seen that movie. Good, don't. Don't I watch won't. it. You did not miss anything. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it sounds like I, I'm going to be okay. It wasn't like entertaining. It was just like, okay, I'm going to endure this to see how gross you guys get. And It's kind of what I, that, I felt about Tusk. Tusk was was weird and appalling. Yeah, Not I, I didn't enjoy it. I love the ending of Tusk. I don't even remember how it ends. Uh, Justin Long is fully, you know, walrus man now, and he's like in a <laughs> like little, I don't know, they've got like a pond or something set up for him, and he's just out there, and they're looking at him like he's a fucking feature at SeaWorld. You know, for the most part, parkour is just running and jumping. I'm so confused by what you just said, and I'm not sure if that's the pharmaceuticals you're on because you're sick or if you made a joke I didn't get. No, I'm watching some parkour, and really all they're doing is running and jumping. Wait, wait. You're not just totally devoted to the show? You're watching other stuff while we're trying to record a show? Yeah, I'm... How did you even get that little TV out here to the swamps? <laughs> <laughs> is that one of those little, like, black and white with the long antenna? One of those TVs that's longer than it is wide, has a handle on it? Micah, this is my phone. He's uh, <laughs> he's waiting for the show to be oh. over so he can go do some hardcore parkour. Parkour. I'll parkour all over the place. Oh. All right, so we've been talking about Blair Witch, and they've wandered into the woods. They're starting to get annoyed with each other, and then they start finding various things that don't belong in the woods. Sexy a things. stack of rock. A sexy a stack of rocks. 
Yeah, little stacks of rock all over the place. Yeah. And and they're starting to get upset. At first, they're like ooing and on and like, ooh, we're finding actual things. And they go to Coffin Rock. Uh, they walk across a log over a river, um, which should have been really easy, but for this gang was very difficult. It was very difficult. Required a lot of screaming. It did indeed. And planning. They and were worrying. Very worried they were going to drop that dat. God, if they talked about that fucking dap <laughs> they one more time. I got to get it on the dap. I got to get it on the dap. <laughs> Come on, Mike. Mike, just get it on the dap. <laughs> uh, was, I mean, that dat was a major plot point for those guys. Uh, <sighs> so uh, so should, uh, should we tell people what a dat is in case they're not familiar? It is a recording device that was no, is no longer used for films i don't believe i think it came out in like 87 it's a was the dat just sound yeah that was just sound and so because they, they had that 16 millimeter camera so that's how they got the sound for that right it's what uh not josh it's what mike has on his chest the whole time on his little porta brace case yes, on his porta brace case digital audio tape yes hey i have a question for, the, for you guys Okay. Speaking of of this, them starting to bicker, and then we're, we're we're at that part of the movie. I wrote down a question. Obviously, it's predicated on if this was real, and you know, found footage or whatever. But but put yourself in that situation if it was real, right? We just joked about, you know, oh, I got to get this on depth. I I got to record this or whatever. She kept saying that the whole time, you know, the, the whole there there was a there was a so many reoccurring things of, of them looking at her saying, stop fucking filming. I can't believe you're filming. You're the camera. And of course, they, you know, they get into the fight and like they push her down or whatever. Would would you if you were in that situation and it was all about getting footage and getting sound and, and this documentary that you're doing, knowing that shit just keeps going crazy would you continue to film or would you just say, fuck it, I'm too scared, I can't do this? Ooh, that's a tough one, man. Because when I worked in news, it was all about getting the shot and you couldn't get me to turn my camera off no matter what was happening. I almost got burned in a fire because I was you know, too busy shooting to notice that you know, this ring of fire was closing around me like you're wading through fucking chest deep water with a camera everything's there's tornadoes like you just keep shooting because it's your fucking job now whether i would have been that dedicated as a young documentary filmmaker probably not but as a hardened seasoned newsman <laughs> yeah i'm getting that shot that camera's not gonna stop rolling i would have wanted one of the other guys to film so that there'd be footage of how sexy i was being out there in the woods <laughs> Uh, We're wearing so, pantyhose on your head. <clears throat> yeah, white pantyhose. I feel like this sexy joke's not gonna die. It's gonna keep going till the very end. <laughs> you're just gonna keep. You're just gonna keep kicking that dead horse. Well, I I I kind of bring that up because that sexy that, dead horse. After after watching it again after such a long time, that that also should have been a clue that to me. Remember, I thought this was real when I first watched it. That should have been a clue that that it wasn't real because every time they were woken up in the middle of the night to the sounds of you know uh, sticks and somebody yelling it's completely oh yeah domo arigato mr roboto was that the one they they were playing they were sleeping and then it's like 
Tomo Arigato, Mr. Roboto. I love sticks. <laughs> Go on. Tell us more about the sticks in the woods. It's it's it, the the scene is all black until they turn on a flashlight, and then it's oh hey here's all these sounds we're scared yeah. we're this we're that and then it cuts yeah, yeah. to it's the morning oh we didn't get any sleep we're whatever, um, which I, I I will say that there was one thing that I <laughs> on that subject of flashlights I thought it was really funny Alex did you read this that that what somebody gave them the uh, award. Uh, for uh, the, it said they got an award for the worst screen debut, debut, and it was Heather, Michael, Josh, the Stick People, and the world's longest longest running batteries. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> and, and I read that and I went, yeah, it does make sense. Why, why, yeah. why would these yeah, dumbasses out, there out in the middle days. of the woods that are lost? Uh, have a whole pack full of batteries for I their, guess their cameras never run out of juice and their their flashlights never ran out of juice. That's true. I didn't think about that even once. I mean, they were only there for three days, right? I don't know. Yeah. I, no, they were there yeah, for more than that, right? I can't remember. I mean, because there were a lot of night night scenes. I don't know. The you know the movie wasn't exactly how I remembered it. Like when I think back, when people talk about the Blair Witch, and I think about mm. it. I remember things happening that weren't in the movie. And so now at this point, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a, something that happened to you. And then years later you remember it wrong, but it seems like fact to you. And Oh buddy. Yeah. Like them, when they get to the very end, you know, and they're facing the wall or whatever, like I thought I remembered more than one shot of that. And I thought that there was like a very distinct shot of him in the corner of the room facing the corner, but damn, it's like, lightning fast and he's just facing away from the camera towards a wall you know i remembered it being a little girl in the corner isn't that weird i mean like when we saw it i was like huh i'll be damned i've been remembering it wrong all these years maybe the movie like the woods of blair is actually cursed and different people see different things when they watch it maybe that's true I've well, did you that, did but. did you think about that from now? I can't remember if the uh, the old man that they interviewed in the beginning of the movie mentioned, you know, that guy that lived up on the hill and had the house, and he came down to the town and said, "I've finally done it," and he killed the seven children or whatever or six mm-hmm. children, mm-hmm. and he said that I can't remember if they said that or in the Curse of the Blair Witch the mockumentary about how he said that, um, you know, he would kill him two at a time and he would make one of them face the wall because he couldn't stand them looking at him and he would kill one of them and then get the other one and kill him. Did did he say that in the beginning of the movie? I can't remember. I, I, I don't know if I'm thinking of that or the curse of the Blair Witch. I can't. Now I'm confusing the two. Well, well that's probably it, a good thing. <laughs> well, I, I think it's interesting because if if he didn't say that, then... That's where I'm drawing that from. Like the the ending of it, the ending of this movie made made more sense to me because I had watched the Curse of the Blair Witch again and the whole, yeah. you know, this this mock trial of this guy who had killed these children back in 1940. So was let's ask let's ask this question then: Was there a Blair Witch, or was it just somebody killing him and fucking with him? Uh, I don't know. How do we explain the hand? How do we explain the hand coming out of the creek? Well, that didn't happen to them. So that didn't happen. We're just talking about the one guy who killed all the children. He was not a bad actor either. I thought he did a pretty good job. 
Yeah, but I mean, who killed these three kids? Was it the Blair Witch, or was it just some crazy hillbilly? I mean, I, we, I think well, that the Blair I, Witch made him do it. Hey, we know it wasn't a hillbilly, right? Because Mike gave that expert right. commentary. They be that creative. Where he That's said, right. said that, yeah. Rednecks couldn't be that creative. Well, let me ask you this. This is, the, I think, the even bigger question. What else are you guys into? What are you into? Into. Into. What are you into? What's all this screaming about? What else am I into? I gotta, I gotta ponder this one for a minute. Have you got Maybe anything, that's Alex? That's what you're into. Uh, you know, I am... I Yeah. I, it's not horror, but I have been really into The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel lately. I had never seen it. Everybody told me I'd like it, and I started watching it, and I fucking love it. I've heard of it. I think I've never seen it. I'm pretty sure my... <laughs> My missus has watched it and said it was good. Isn't there a character uh, of uh, oh, what was the comedian who got put in jail for the Lenny Bruce? Say? Lenny Bruce. Yeah, isn't there a Lenny Bruce character on this? There is. He, I don't know the actor's name, but he plays Lenny Bruce. It's good. It kind of makes me want to live in the fifties for a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, I think I would have been really sexy in the fifties. Let's see here. What else are you into? Anything else? Miss Marvelous Miss Maisel? Uh, not really about it. Um, Tree- treating strep throat with bourbon. Treating strep throat with bourbon and hot tea. Not mixed together, oddly enough. That'd probably be good. And, uh, yeah, watching. I, and I, I start my new job tomorrow, so I'm kind of into Congratulations, that. Congratulations, hey. sir. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, He's going to be a gigolo. A very sexy gigolo. Yeah. A very sexy very gigolo sexy. in Antarctica because right. there's not a lot of action down there. So they need yeah. they need a gigolo. Yeah. You don't, even, you don't even have to be that sexy. Yeah. You just, just go there. You've got to be willing. you got to be warm and willing. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. What are you into, Scott? I am into the show Avenue 5 on HBO. What's is that? The dude, Dr. House, is in it. Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie, Josh Gad, Zach Woods from it's a space Silicon ship, Valley. Right? Yeah, it's really good. Um, the uh, you know I thought the first season was okay, uh, but they came back for a second season, and the and the jokes are really, really, really funny in hmm. it uh, to the point where you know they say something, and it takes me a second before. It, I recognize it in my brain, and I go, "Wow, that's that's really so." The writing's good. The writing's really good. Hmm. Got you in stitches. So we've got a sluggish season one that's worth getting through to get to the funny season two. Well, I wouldn't say it's sluggish. I would just say it's it's one of those acclimating to the to the show. But I'm I'm really enjoying it. I, it's it's funny. Hugh Laurie is uh, absolutely hilarious in it as this this uh, you know idiot captain of a spaceship space cruise ship the whole premise behind the show is is really funny so yeah that's what we'll see the trailer didn't blow me away but if you're liking it maybe i'll check it out because i loved him on on house yeah well this is i mean this is the comedic side of him and it's good yeah yeah give it give it a try i'll give it a whirl i'll give avenue five a whirl 
I want to watch that new, uh, I can't remember what year it is. It's like 1899 or something like that. But it's the guys who created that show Dark, um, which was all in German. And this is in English, so that'll be nice to have a, a dark-style mindfuck show that I don't have to read subtitles. Did you, guys, you never watched Dark, did you? I haven't. Oh, buddy. It's on Netflix, and uh, I've only seen the first season. Maybe that's all you need to see, uh, but it will definitely melt your mind. Do you guys like watching movies with subtitles? Knowing no. you're right, right. You know that the show is great, or it's acclaimed, and it's this yeah. and it's that, but it's it's some Scandinavian dark drama, whatever. But you have to read subtitles. I I I don't like it. I think it takes away from the cinematography and, and yeah, me sure. too. You're meant to see yeah, these yeah. things, but you're too busy reading. But I also hate it when things are dubbed. So Me too, me too. I think I hate dubbing more than I hate subtitles. Yeah, and I mean, it can look really, really good. And I, I mean, like, I can read the, the synopsis and think, oh, hell, this will be amazing. And then once I realize in the trailer that it's dubbed, I'm, I'm out. Word. Mike, are you going to tell us what you're into? Have you stalled long enough? Man, that's about it. Uh, let's see here. I'm still doing Mythic Quest. I love Mythic Quest. I've been watching Reboot, that new show on Hulu with uh, Keegan-Michael Key, Johnny yeah. Knoxville. It's okay. Uh, and I, I've been liking that one. That one's all right. Um, I sadly ended re-watching uh, How I Met Your Mother. We would watch that. We've been watching that for months. That was like our nighttime comfort food before bed and that's over so we went into a, a deep dark depression now that that's over you could just start back over I guess we could we're, we're gonna wait a while you know when we're a little older go back to that happy place together again we've been trying to find a show to replace it but it's hard to find a show that good that's like that show you got any recommendations Frasier Frasier Frasier. This is the second time you told me to watch Frasier, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure you said skip Cheers, go straight to Frasier. I love, I love Cheers, but yeah, Frasier, man, it's it's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, they're coming back, but David Hyde Pierce said no, he's not going to do it. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't know. I mean, he'll be. I think he'll probably guest on it. But I thought about that. I was like, well, crap, that sucks. They're not all going to be on it. But you know. Uh, the way David I. Pierce explained it was Frazier was successful, but it's not like the gang from Cheers was there every episode. And it was like, oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. You know, it's about the character. It's not about the cast. So I don't know. Anyway, uh, you want to spin that wheel for me? Let's find out. All right. Well, it's time for round three of Final Girl. We have already lost four. Micah, Micah, before you do that, I have a question that was submitted by a, a listener. That it's it's a burning question that the community wants to know. Why do you only spin the the wheel once? Uh, we spin it before every round. Yeah, but wouldn't you spin it multiple times? Spin it before each find person. Find out who the, who the next contestant is. No, that just listen, mixes them listen. up, and then yeah. you pluck from it. Oh, so yeah, this is a more complicated wheel than than we think. Listen, if that's what you need, we can spin the wheel more. I got Please time. Don't. I got the muscles. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't. I don't think. I don't think we need to hear your 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 old squeaky, creepy wheel more than once. I was so just what curious I'm of, from you, of, Scott. Of, is of the please, setup. please spin the wheel more because you love the sound of it. 
that's comforting for you? Yeah, so I mean, it's it's got that moaning kind of sexual aspect to it. So yes. <laughs> all right. I mean, okay. there's some. So we're going to spin the wheel a few extra times for Doctor Scott and all and you jumping. listeners out there. <laughs> We've got four dead bodies stacked up here in Slasherville swamps. We have uh, we lost Dixie wrecked, mm-hmm. Katya Smirnov, Ashy Slashy, Mackenzie Adams, all dead now. We have four remaining contestants. So let's spin that wheel. One of many spins in this round. <laughs> wink, wink, Scott. Okay, here we go. <laughs> All right. Up first. Constant Knight, Constance Nightingale, and Nancy Strode. Looking good for you guys. Okay, Constance, Nancy. Let's play Pachinko. Please press start. A fancy new machine at the Easy Mart. The old lady next to you is playing too. She lost her game, then said toodaloo, but her game was just slow. It turns out she won. Money is cascading all over everyone. The old lady is still in the parking lot. Should you go tell her that she won the pot? You can still see her. It's not that far, but you could really use that cash to buy your first car. No, Satan. I'm not going to lose this fight. I'm going to go tell her. It's only right. You run to tell her she won 20 grand back in the store she puts half in your hand you survive you survive well done and you made some money yeah to boot thousand dollars just for being honest pretty cool pretty cool good job way to be a good citizen this doesn't look good for the next folks though all right up next tanya williams and maretta goth let's Uh see what happens Uh but first Oh, yeah. All right. Tanya, Maretta. As you walked up the crooked street, a $100 bill blew past your feet. You picked it up and smiled at each other, then looked across the street at the single mother, wringing her hands and looking around, on her hands and knees searching the ground. You know it's hers if you have half a brain, but we can use it to buy cocaine. You skip away with the money for blow, but you're stopped by an angry Wendigo who picks you up by your tight little braids, then violates you with his hooves where the dookie gets made. You are dead. (laughs) Damn. What a way to go. You really, uh, you really did something this episode, Micah. That was... Hey, who was that that just died? Was it uh, Maretta? That was uh, Tanya Williams and Maretta Goth. Maretta. Mm. <laughs> and what a way right. to go. Dookie death. Tanya, Maretta. Sorry about the death by Wendigo hooves to the anus. Uh, but Constance Nightingale and Nancy Strode, you are still alive, and we will find out which of you will be this show's final girl when we come back. folks this is billy bumcut from the slasherville torture appreciation society 
This weekend we'll be holding our annual Slasherville Torture Festival up at the town square. We'll have all sorts of fun and games and torture and execution devices from all throughout the pages of history. Guillotines or guillotines for all you Frenchies out there, Chinese water torture, the Judas Cradle, thumb screws, the Spanish donkey, lead sprinklers, breast rippers, the rack, crocodile shears, and of course, the head crusher. The festival begins at 6 p.m. this Friday and goes until 3 p.m. on Sunday. Delicious food from local vendors, live music and special events. And on Saturday, we'll put former mayor Frank Gunderson in the Iron Maiden until he's dead. You won't want to miss our extravaganza of funnel cakes and fuckery. Hope to see you there. Yeah, so during the break we were talking about which movies we've had uh, uh, Dr. Scott do with us before. I'm trying to remember what the hell it was. You well, did we know rubber. You did rubber. I did you rubber. Did. I did the video dead. Oh. Video dead. Oh yeah. What are you ugging about? I thought you loved that. It wasn't terrible, but it was pretty terrible. It was some really good acting. It was. All right, video terrible. dead. Rubber. Actually, hold on, guys. Breaking news. I, I think this may be my fifth appearance. Because the first one was Hatchet, which was great. Uh, Hatchet was phenomenal. I did. You have done a straight up slasher. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I also did Halloween Kills. Oh, that's right. That's That's right. right. I forgot about Halloween Kills. So maybe I'm not the esoteric. uh, Yeah, uh, you've got some straight up slashers there. I did Rubber. I did the Video Dead, and now I've done the Blair Witch. But Rubber, that was a piece of crap. Oh, Sometimes I, so I think about like when we pitch like or when we pick the movie at the end of the show about doing some of those old fuck like the really fucked up ones, but we haven't really done that to each other yet. Like we've done, you know, B rate, we've done stuff we remember from when we were younger, we've done a lot of eighties classics, but we haven't done any of those, you know, most disturbing movies that are on all those most disturbing movie lists. And we haven't done any of those French extremity horror movies, which Ugh. was what I was all about for a long time. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that, Alex? Nothing. Um, <laughs> so let's finish up this particular movie that we've done here. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. there wasn't much movie to get through because it is an hour and 20 minutes of the exact same thing. It's them walking in the woods. Running in the dark, listening to noises, and finding piles of rocks, which, by the way, is called a Karen. Uh, A pile, like a stacked pile of rocks is called a Karen. Karen? Yeah, my my wife taught me that. And and then the day after, I'd never heard that. The day after she taught me that, it was used in an article that I, I read. Isn't that weird? Is that why that stack of rocks was asking to see their manager? <laughs> Very good. Um, and then they find this the twig people hanging in the trees. But then, after Josh goes, they find what his shirt and yeah. something bloody inside it. Yeah, what was that? I don't know. Is it a tooth? 
Well, you know, I thought it was maybe an ear, but I did read online that they got real teeth from a dentist to use yeah. as human remains. So it must have been teeth. Uh huh. But I couldn't. Some, tell it's what really it was. hard to tell, though. You just see blood on a shirt, and it's like wrapped up in twigs and I don't know string or something like that. And Heather never tells Mike. For a second, we thought it was an eyeball, but but I couldn't really tell. I couldn't well, tell I ca- either. I kind of thought it was yeah. fingers, but if you think about what what the Blair Witch did, I think they missed on that, right? Because what the Blair Witch did to people disembowel was to yes to disembowel and to write things in their forehead and on their body in yeah. some kind of cryptic language. So I think they missed that. I think, mm. I mean, I don't know. Could you have put a head there and had some kind of writing or something or could you have had them venture off and find his body laying completely disemboweled would that have ruined the 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 film well well, he can't be disemboweled because he's yelling at the end which is what gets them in the house right like they still need now are we supposed to think that's actually him yelling or is that supposed to be some kind of trick of the blair witch throwing her voice or something like that i don't know i did think it sounded it sounded like his voice so I don't know what we're supposed That's to think. That's what she wants you to think. Yeah, I don't I don't know what we're supposed to think. I mean, I think it was too long. Yeah. Okay. Hour 20 still too long. So so too so long. since since we're at the screaming. Since since we're we're moving on from her finding that with his clothes and and yeah. what what are I don't know, supposed to be teeth. I don't know. I think it's pretty poor Alex that that I cuz I read the same thing that we had to read that to find out that that was actually teeth when you can't really right. tell it in the film. I right. get it uh-huh. that this is a very lo-fi film filming technique for a, a movie, but you know, come on. But from that point, which so it's, it's during the day and then all of a sudden it's night and then they just take off wandering and then they stumble, stumble on this house. D- right. Did that seem too quick? Almost like they were trying to get to the end of the the film. Um, yeah, I mean, but I don't know. Like, once they go, when they do the thing where they're they're hiking south all day, but then they end up where they started at that same tree they could barely get across. Yeah. At that point, I don't know that there is any continuity to be had. You know what I sure. mean? Like, I don't. How how do you hike all day going the same way and then end up where you were? So at that point, it's like, well. You know, I guess they just find the house when they when the Blair Witch wants them to find the house. You know, because there's yeah, there's yeah, no exactly. rhyme or reason to it at this point. I don't think. Yeah, yeah if you've got a compass and you're walking one direction, you know, you would get out eventually. You wouldn't end up back where you were. So the woods have got to be. There's got to be something going on in the woods. Yeah, that's a fair point because that's the disinter. It's the, like the, that the fucking. Uh, it's it's dis- a great movie. Uh, yeah, maybe she does. The Blair Witch fuck with the compasses, uh, or does she fuck with the actual the woods? woods? You remember uh, In the Mouth of Madness with Sam Neill? I um, do, yeah. Where he's trying to leave the town and he keeps driving back into the town? Yeah, I, I absolutely uh, remember That's that. a good one. We should do that one. That is a good movie. It's, it's scary. I remember that movie really freaking me out when I was a kid. Do you read Sutter Kane? I don't. Do you like scary uh, movies? Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. So Okay, so they get to the house. Yeah, this, uh, are we wrapping this up? We found the tooth. We've wandered around in circles. Josh has gone missing. 
we've we've got bloody clothes from Josh, and then uh, that I guess that's it. Does anything else cool happen uh, until we get to the house? No, well, before no, we get to they the also house? find no. that bundle of sticks in front of their tent, and it looked to me like it was wrapped together with a torn off piece of Josh's shirt. Yeah, but yeah. I mean that. I mean, I yes, it's scary to wait. Wake I thought up that was the, the thing the tooth was in. No, that was a different. That was later, I think. Huh. This was just a bundle of sticks that she... We didn't scream at Heather yet, though. You started to, but we kind of trailed off for not telling Mike about it. Yeah, she didn't tell Mike about the uh, about the bloody thing that she found. And she had totally freaked her out, but she didn't tell Mike about it at all. Well, Which, that's... Be- you know what? That's because Mike... Lost, that's don't tell me. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. That's because Mike's dumb. Because, number one, he kicked the map in the river. And, and and didn't say anything about it. And then, yep. miraculously, after Josh disappears, who wanted a cigarette so bad, mm-hmm. Mike finds a pack of cigarettes at the bottom of his pack. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking that was a mistake. Like, I was thinking yeah. that they he had sh- smoked some cigarettes in a scene that was supposed to be later in the film, but they had shot it early. So I'm sure they uh-huh. didn't shoot this thing in complete sequence. And right. uh, I bet they thought about that and was like, shit, we got to put in something to explain why you have cigarettes all of a sudden because yeah. they must have shot something where he had one. That's what I thought. Because what was the fucking point of that? Guess what? I found cigarettes in my bag. Right, which is totally unrealistic because if smokers ran out of cigarettes, Correct. they would have found them. They, <laughs> they would have found everywhere. those fucking You're damn cigarettes. right they would have. <laughs> they would have been, been you know, smoking vines on the tree. I mean, yeah, I was a cigarette smoker once. I, I remember that feeling. I once, <laughs> I once needed a cigarette while I was out camping, and uh, so did Micah. And so Micah hit, oh, I don't know, six deer. Uh in the pursuit of getting cigarettes, we went to every campsite, asked every oh. single person for a cigarette, and finally I think we're like, we even asked some like fourteen year old kids. <laughs> yeah, we did. We were, and I remember we were like, we won't, we won't tell <laughs> and on I'm you. I'm pretty sure they just said we're kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so in the middle of the night, we drove to the nearest town, and Micah completely fucked his car because he just kept hitting deer, deer oh, after a giant deer mule after deer. deer. Charged my car. Yeah. Was hey, it like four in the morning? I don't remember. Yeah, it was have ridiculous. It, oh hey, have you, have you guys ever been so hard up that you smoked a butt? Oh, oh yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I've, I've dug a butt out of a trash can before. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I'm like, what's this wet stuff? Probably not chemicals that'll kill me. It'll be okay. Absolutely. I'm very glad I'm not a smoker hey, anymore. Hey, hey, so before we get to the, the, the final scene, can we talk about... What I would think is the most recognizable scene from the entire film, because it was a parody and it was made fun mm-hmm. of so many times, the nose flare scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The, right the snot dripping out of that. I, after watching that again, I thought I thought it was pretty I thought it was a pretty good scene because I thought I thought from an yeah. acting standpoint, she did a good job of selling the the fact that she was scared and the fact that there were nose flares, right? You're, it, I mean, that's what you're drawn to, you, you know what I mean? And you're going, wow, why the hell would they shoot it like this? But it's supposed to be, I'm out in the woods, I'm by myself, I have the camera pointed at me and I'm scared shitless, I'm going to die, I'm going to say, or I'm going to tell my family that I love them. Um, yeah. 
Most I, I like it. I think it movie. totally adds to the realism of it, and I think that's one of the things that helped sell it as a real documentary is that, you know, we try to gussy up our actors for movies, and we've got a girl crying, and either tears are dripping down her nose or snot's coming out of her nose, and, you know. She had a yeah. lot of nose hair I was surprised by that I had never <laughs> noticed before. And uh, this is going to sound a little serial killery, but it was really neat to see an eye cry so close, like so up close. It was really cool like watching. watch the tears you form. You watch the and tears form out. in her eyes, and then she would move, and they would drop, and it was like, mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. That's that's good. That's credit to her. I mean, that's, that's some pretty good yeah. acting to, to yeah. show the terror that is supposed to be, you know, pervade on the on the screen. I mean, I thought. She, I mean, yes, she was annoying, but I think she did a fine job. You know, yeah. like, I mean, if we went out, if I mean, think about it, Scott. You and I went to college together, and we shot a documentary with a girl who was paired up with us, and we fucking hated her, and she was the most annoying fucking girl in the world, and. Yeah. That's, I mean, so it's not like they were best friends. They were just doing a film sure. project together. And why wouldn't there be a really annoying girl on the trip? It's pretty common. Yeah, They were all pretty annoying, like you said, except annoying. for Josh was the least annoying, but they were all annoying. But it wasn't like they were bad actors where I was like, well, this this doesn't seem real at all. It's Their characters were fucking annoying. Yeah, everything they did was annoying. And I thought, yeah. I mean, and I could tell, you know, that they were improvising a little bit did, i mean did, yeah like that's, that. that was my next question was like did you at ever at any point during the movie wonder how much was scripted and how much was was ad-libbed i mean from what i read it seems like pretty much everything was ad-libbed it was like here's the general idea go out there and fucking do it and yeah. they were uh, you know maybe i it took eight days to film i think is what they said mm. and so i mean they just took them out in the woods and were like here's some cameras and then they fucked with them at night and shit so I, I mean, look, it was fine for what it was. So I don't want to watch it again. So the final mm-hmm. scene. Yes. What did you guys think? I it. thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, it's creepy as shit. The screaming is shrill, and it makes you scared because they're just fucking running through this house. It definitely makes for a great pinnacle or climax for the movie to have them rushing through this house maybe they're going to find josh maybe you're going to see the witch and all that screaming and the handprints all over the wall there's like children's handprints because it's you know black and white i couldn't tell if it was blood or what it was uh it's creepy as fuck yeah it definitely is kind of a goosebumps moment for sure it uh i agree i thought one of the things that was really good about that scene was when you're watching it you're thinking why the hell would you go to the basement, right? So they run upstairs, and then uh-huh. they realize that he's not there. And then Mike's going, Josh, Josh. And he's he's running downstairs, and you're watching a horror film, right? And so, you know, it's like Final Girl. You're not supposed to go downstairs because you're going to die. But in that moment, he wants to find his friend so much. I thought that that scene was so good in pointing out that in their state of mind at that moment, they didn't give a shit. They, they were scared. They were so scared that they weren't thinking about what was going to happen to them. And he Mm -hmm. just ran down there and man, when that camera hits, it's, I thought it was really good. I thought it was, it kind of took me out of it a little bit. Like you see, you see Mike over there looking into the corner 
and then you know i guess heather gets you know hit over the head or whatever she's the one holding the camera and it kind of took me out of it because right after she got hit i thought they should have cut where she said ouch my penis (laughs) (laughs) i will say i will say one of my favorite things about that scene was the fact that mike had the high eight right and 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 it falls and it drops and then the only sound that you hear until she gets downstairs is the faint sound of her screaming and it just slowly yeah. gets louder and slowly gets louder because that's the only audio oh, that, that is clever i didn't i didn't even think about that but you're right yeah that is that is pretty cool i mean you know all in all it was a scary film that scared me originally and you know the sixth sense is a wonderful wonderful movie Will it have the same effect on me every time I watch it sure. now? Absolutely not, because I know what happens. I've never seen it after the first time, because I, I wondered if there would be any point in watching it once you know the big reveal. Once you know the big reveal, what's the point, right? And so that's not the same thing here, but you know, when I watched it, I, well, I was the target audience for that thing, man. I was young. I was stupid. I believed their entire marketing campaign, and I wanted to go see this real movie where the people you know, disappeared or we're never seen from again. And so, yeah, initially it scared me. Uh, it's not like, it just doesn't feel like that anymore. But I mean, you got to hand it to them. What they did was unique and, and powerful. It made a lot of money and scared the shit out of a ton of people. Yep. Absolutely. I remember doing that just to fuck with people after seeing the movie, you know, people who had seen it, like if you're in a dark room and they're wandering in or I would just like stand and face a wall <laughs> and not say anything. <laughs> I I, I, so i have one last one last thought so okay. i started Dude, elevators too i i started this by saying the whole reason why i wanted to come on the show and for us to watch the film was to make fun of myself so i have one last thought of making fun of myself i realized this the other day that yes and i mentioned this earlier in the show I watched the entire credits all the way to the end where they throw up the thing that says if you know the the, the missing poster, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I was watching it yesterday, I, I I laughed out loud when I started watching the credits and it was just, you know, producer, director, uh grip, um sound engineer, all of this stuff. And I and I thought to myself, I watched all of this when I was 19 years old, why didn't I catch on to the fact that there are so many fucking people producing this movie that, Uh I mean, this is not like somebody said, Hey man, here's a bunch of footage that the police found, uh, make a documentary out of it. Right. It should have been like four people listed in the credits. No, Mm -hmm. no, there were, there were, there was so much shit in there. And one of the things that I picked up on that I should have picked on, picked up on years ago that, um, one of the it's like you you know how they will they will thank people or they'll you know they'll they'll have uh, you know sponsors or or whatever. A <laughs> couple of things I, I I caught up or caught in the credits was that they thanked Mott's Fruit Punch <laughs> and Power Bar Incorporated. <laughs> and I was really pissed when I saw that because I went you that's awesome you dumb young person why didn't you catch on that 
I love that. I simply love that. <laughs> did Did you guys see either of the sequels, The Book of no, Shadows, Part no. Two, or the, the Blair Witch that came out in 2016? I own them both, but I've never. No, I've never no but I re- I read them. about the one in 2016 because it's supposed to be the actual sequel to it, where the yeah. Heather Donahue's brother is the one yep. that's supposed to go out. I don't know. I was kind of intrigued to give it a try. And she, uh, I also read that she made sure that her name was not mentioned in that movie because uh, it had done her career such disservice and she had used her real name. And so her character in, you know, the brother is going to look for Heather Donahue, but she didn't want her name said in that movie. Yeah. And it's not uh, apparently. I never saw the second one book of shadows. Cause I heard it was a, a heaping pile of trash, but I watched the 2016 when that came out. I thought that was legitimately scary. I like that one. Really? Yeah. Okay, I might have to check that one out. That's, do that Do you good. think that when Heather Donahue went for uh, you know um, auditions, she said, "I'm Heather Donahue," and they laughed and said, Haha, "No, that no, you're missing. That, that you're not. Yeah, you're she, not a real person." <laughs> she went, "Son of a bitch!" Her. And then she just walked found. out. It's like, God damn it, I can't get a role in this town. I mean, apparently it was tough for her. I mean. I don't understand how that would make it tough for you to get a new job, but I mean, she said she wrote a whole book about it. So, you know, I, I guess I guess it was difficult, and she doesn't act anymore. Ray Hance got out of the biz. Yep, that's her name now. But uh, anyway, can we do? Maybe a, we should change our names. Do you uh, want to change our names? No, I'm good. This whole slasher I hardly know her show just ended my career. <laughs> We don't actually use our names in this show, so. Yeah. Uh, well, our last names are Slasher. That's our real last name. Correct. The Slasher Brothers. Can, can we even pick a crunchiest kill for this? Ah! Crunchiest kill. <laughs> I was I was curious uh, what you guys tooth, were going to say. I was about. really upset about that tooth when the tooth died. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, the only person that we know died. Well, we don't know that any of them died, actually. Yeah. Yeah. There's not really a kill in this movie. She does there find isn't. like a dead mouse. So if we can't do a crunchiest kill, could we do like a scariest moment or okay. something like that? Was there anything that actually scared you? Um, I mean, that last shot when he's in the corner. Yeah. It's, you know, it's scary because it's so confusing. You're like, what's happening? Boom. She's, you know, and she's hit. Yeah, that part's scary. The other part that is not so much a jump scare or anything like that that fucks with me only because I've had it happen to me is wandering through the woods only to find yourself in the exact same place mm-hmm. and figure out that you just walked in a huge circle. That happened to me when I was a little bitty boy and I got lost in the woods with my friend Heath and we, we thought we were done for. Let's and be that fair, happened. you're still kind of a little bitty boy. Aw, I'm your little bitty boy. <laughs> you know, it, I thought it was no. also a scary moment when... No, I'm not going to play along with that, Alex. Okay. I'm a big, strong okay, man. Okay, you are a big, strong boy. I'm a big, um, strong man. When they... I think it's their first night, and they hear people... It sounds like people throwing rocks in a creek. That would scare me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I would find yeah. that scary. If I was out in the middle of nowhere, I know there's not other people camping around, and I hear what is... What, absolutely sounds like other people near me throwing rocks in a creek that would scare me oh totally to think that you're isolated and then in the middle of nowhere and then to hear other things people or creatures whatever dr scott and i went camping once and we're sleeping and then i just hear 
just fucking coyotes all over our campground, wandering around, just walking around. <laughs> that does not sound fun. No, dude, scares the shit out of me. I got out and like built the fire back up because I was hoping it would keep them away, but they were way too close. I mean, like a tent, you know, you can hear straight through it. So if it's right next to you, it's still right next to you. You just got some cloth between uh, yeah. you and the coyotes. Yeah, that's that's no good. I saw. Hey, I saw. A- hey Alex, you you had mentioned that the 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 end was very confusing, or yes. could could be confusing. Mm-hmm. Did did you read that they? When, when the company that bought the rights to the film before they went, you know, to, to like put it out to all the cinemas, they wanted them to change the ending because they yeah. thought it was confusing. Yes. And, I they, read and they, and they shot like four alternatives or something like that. But that kept the were, original. Yeah. One was, one was a real bloody scene or something like mm-hmm. that. And they ended up keeping, uh, keeping the original. I'm glad they did. I mean, I obviously, I mean, it takes a while, you know, or, or it doesn't take a while. It, it, you have to understand what's going on with the final scene in order to realize how fucking scary it is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if if the audience doesn't know that, you know, you're 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 getting too out there with with what you're trying to put out to your audience. I think it was scary because it was confusing. I mean that that made it scarier for me was that it was kind of confusing and you didn't have even a moment to make sense of it. And the movie was over. And, uh, but I would like to see those alternate endings. I like that they don't show us anything. I I like that they, they just leave it like, that's what's so unsettling about it is you never know what's going on. You never know what's real and what's not. And yeah. And then it's all over. So what would be a good alternative ending? Would Mike just start singing and then and then Heather would just start yelling at him and then he would, you know, it would just be a screaming match. And then it was, you know, it would be like the Looney Tunes. That's all, folks. I think, I think what would be really scary is if a, uh, uh, you know, there's Heather and Josh and Mikey and then they're down in the cellar and then they're just screaming and like Josh is there and then there's a fourth guy. Who's also screaming like, "What's going on? We gotta get out of here!" <laughs> Who the fuck's that guy? Or if Josh uh, Mike turns around and was like, "Actually, I had the map the whole time." <laughs> cut the <to> black. <laughs> she, uh, of her just going the whole time and just cut the camera. Uh, mm. So, how many bloody wrapped up tooth ears would you give this one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be tough, man, because if you had asked me before I rewatched it, I would probably give it like a 10 out of 10 because of my memories of the right. the original experience of watching it because it was just fucking terrifying. Yeah. Now, I still got to give it credit because, one, for what it did for found footage because love or hate found footage, what it does is opens up opportunities for filmmakers who don't have a big budget to pick up a camera, make a fucking movie, and it may have a chance of people seeing it, you know, because yeah. it's found footage. Right. Um, scare for scare, it wasn't that scary the second time around. I'm going to give it a solid 8 out of 10. All right. I will give it uh, I'll give it a solid 7. I, I think that what you said is right. I mean, you've got to you got to rate this thing as if it's the first time you saw it. And because, you know, 
that's what a rating should be based on, right? It shouldn't be based on the 20th time you saw a film. And just because it didn't affect me mm-hmm. the same way the second, or I, this is actually the third time I've seen it, uh, doesn't make it less. I mean, yes, I thought it was boring and I was ready for it to be over. And the scariest part of the whole film was when I would pause it and see how much was left. But, uh, you know, it was... <laughs> yeah. It was. I don't I know, mean, man. If that if that's the rating we're using, if we're talking about our original feelings on the movie, I mean, I I don't know if I can think of many movies where I felt as scared after watching them as I did hmm. the first time I watched Blair Witch. So back then, nineteen ninety nine, Mike is going to give it a fucking solid ten out of ten wow. for sure. Wow. Okay. I'm still that movie give it scared a seven. the shit out of me back then. Scott, what do you say? Well, I smoked five cigarettes in 30 minutes after watching the film, so you guys know what the fuck I'm going to give it. Good God, that was a that was 11 out of 10 uh, back well. in the day. Right. That was uh, that was some serious shit for me. I mean, I was fucked up for a while after that. But that's my own, uh, you know, being naive and whatever. But but you know, I, Alex, it's I'm I'm kind of with you. It's uh, seeing it again. It, it's yeah. it's really hard to give a rating on this. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. you know, but mm-hmm. but but looking at it as a whole, I would say probably a seven out of ten. Same with you. Cool. It's yeah. um, I, man. I, I mean, back in the day, it was so scary, but now it it's. I, I, I mean, I, to- I love watch. I loved watching it again. I loved reliving those memories. You know, because I I think you're onto something about that. When you see something for the first time, you don't yeah. know what. You, where you are in life, what your mental state is at the moment. And it might impact you more to where you, you're, you're either super scared or you're so scared that you just loved it. And it was so much fun. And then you watch it again and you go, eh, it was just okay. So it's, it's really hard. I think it's, it's fair to give a rating for both. Yeah. I think, I think that makes sense. So now it's time to get to that final round of final girl so that I can tell you what movie we have to watch next. Okay, final round of Final Girl. We have six dead bodies here in the Slasherville swamps. We have two remaining players, Constance Nightingale and Nancy Strode. But you guys have been a team throughout this, but finally here in the final round, we are going to tear your little slip of piece of paper apart. Hang on, hang on. Before we start, I always do this, and I don't know if you guys like it or not, but let's just recap what Constantine and Nancy have done their uh constance constance constantine's sense uh there was a red light down the hall it didn't go it didn't go for it so that was smart uh they're they're (laughs) they uh they're good at poison ivy dick punches Mm -hmm. um and then they're they're good at giving money back to old ladies so what's going to happen if they split up what where's the conscience going to go you really shouldn't split up. That's usually a mistake. Mm-hmm. Okay, Constance, Nancy, we have ripped you apart. You are no longer a team. Only one of you will survive the final round of Final Girl. Let us spin the wheel. Okay. Up first. Who's it going to be? It is Constance Nightingale. Wonderful name, by the way. It is, sir. Okay, Constance. Your bestie is making a documentary. She asked you to tag along. It's in the haunted woods, you see, but you'd rather hang with your mom. You survived. Good job, Constance. <laughs> Good job. 
Don't go do a documentary. Hang out with your mom. Finally, Nancy Strode. Oh, Nancy. You got scared and started to cry. You ran off and left your friend behind. Now you're alone in the woods at night. Noises all around cause quite a fright. You find a house, you go inside, you hear a voice, you try to find. Down in the cellar, your friend faces the wall. The last thing we see is your camera fall. You are dead? (laughs) Well done. All right. Well done. That means Constance Nightingale, Miss Misty Ambera, you are our Ambera. Anyway, you're our winner, Constance. Good job. Way to play your cards right. Stay alive. Um, the last thing you've got to do, if you want the coveted mystery prize, is to jump on Instagram, say, hey, guys, I listened to the show. I am this week's final girl. Send me that mystery prize, and we will send it to you. So direct messages on Instagram, slash Ray Hardly Know Her. Congratulations, Constance. Congratulations. And rest in peace, all you other dead people. Come back and play again. We love repeat players. You will win eventually, right? It's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. Get that cool, cool prize. All right, so you want to you you know what? tell us? Yeah. Uh, this is my favorite part of the show because I never know what you're going to say. This is your favorite part of the show? Absolutely. Finding out what the next movie is, it, it's exciting. I don't know what's coming. All right. Well, are you ready? We will ready. be watching 2000's The Bear Wench Project. <laughs> oh yeah you know I knew it was going to happen eventually that the show would just turn into us watching just porn us together watching <laughs> porn. welcome to the porn hour with Alex and Micah sooner or later is that a podcast is there a porn podcast where they just watch porns and talk about it uh, there's a podcast for everything so probably <laughs> no I'm in, in uh, lieu of the spirit or in honor of the spirit of Christmas we're going to watch 1984's Silent Night Deadly Night. Deadly Night. All right. You know what? I know of this one. I've watched many, many clips, and I don't think I've ever watched the movie the whole way through. I remember seeing a little bit of it when I was a little boy, and I was terrified, and we will just be one of a thousand podcasts that do it in December, but uh, I want to see this movie, so we're just doing it. Oh, speaking of podcasts, did you know Jordan Pills production company, Monkey Paw, started a podcast? called Quiet Part Loud. I did not. I only listened to the first few minutes because I was falling asleep, but I want to start listening to that. It's, you know, it's fiction, it's horror. Really? We'll see what that is, yeah. I did finally watch Nope. Yeah. How was it? Uh, It was fine. It was fine. Fine? Yeah, it was fine. He set the the bar pretty high with Get Out and Us. Yeah, Get Out and Us was, like, I Us wasn't even, you know... You know, I didn't think that was like just the best movie ever, but it was so trippy to wrap your mind around. But Nope yeah. is a completely different direction. But that totally. said, it's really well done, and everybody in it is fantastic. And yeah, actors did fantastic. Yeah, so, I mean, it's definitely worth a watch. But uh, I digress again. It has been fun doing the show with both of you this week. Yes, sir. I love you. Thanks for coming on the show, Dr. Scott. And listeners, thanks for hanging out with us, talking about Blair Witch Project. I think and that uh, that's that's all we have to do, right? That's it. We wrap up the show. We say I love you, and uh, that bittersweet music plays us off. Thanks, right. guys. Love you. Love you. Thanks for coming on the show again, Dr. Scott. We love you. 
and uh, all the rest of you, please hit like, subscribe, smash that subscribe button. As, <laughs> smash them buttons. As Michael likes to say, and please tell all your friends. And of course, you can visit us at getslash.com. See you next week or the week after or something. The farts that you let, you really think that's kind of, you need a, you need a butt plug with those in it. I, I've been recording. Were you not recording that conversation? <laughs> <laughs>